0: Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast. Mm All right, we've got some big updates for you today. Mortgage rates are inching down, but housing affordability isn't improving with a typical mortgage payment sitting just $18 below the all-time high. Meanwhile, the rental market is taking a very surprising turn. Both annual and monthly rent growth rates are slipping into the negative making apartments about 1.2% cheaper than just one year ago. And if that wasn't enough, mortgage applications have taken a deep dive, hitting a 28-year low. And uh, we're going to be covering all this and more today on our show But before we dive deeper, if you don't mind, take a minute and subscribe to our channel. This is a new channel for Jocelyn and I, and we're trying to grow it and provide good information, market updates to help you stay informed to make better investing, buying, and selling decisions. And speaking of Jocelyn, she's out today on a little vacay, and so she's having uh, fun in sunny Florida, so it's just me today. So with that being said, go down into the uh, comments below. Leave us a comment, give us a like, hit that subscribe button if you want more of these type of updates. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into our reports today. So the first thing that we are covering is the Redfin Weekly Housing Report, and we've got some interesting updates. As mentioned, the daily average 30-year fixed rate mortgage hit 7.33%. As of yesterday, we're recording on Thursday, September 7th. This is down from a peak of 7.5% two weeks earlier and up from 6.12% a year ago. If we take a look at those rates and what they look like on a chart, you can see that the Mortgage News Daily, which is a daily rate, uh, is sitting uh, as of today, actually, September 7th, sitting at 7.29% while the Freddie Mac weekly average is sitting at 7.12%. So you can see that uh, the Freddie Mac average has seen a decline over the last week or two uh, from 7.23% down to 7.1%. As mentioned, the Freddie Mac is down slightly. Uh, Mortgage purchase applications down 2% from a month earlier, and down 8% annually. If we take a look at that, um, at the report from the uh, MBA, Mortgage Bankers Association, we have Joel Kahn, the MBA's vice president and deputy chief economist, stating mortgage applications declined to the lowest level since December 1996, despite a drop in mortgage rates. Both purchase and refinance applications fell with the purchase index hitting a 28-year low as prospective buyers remain on the sidelines due to low housing inventory and elevated mortgage rates. He went on to say that the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage rate decreased to 7.21%, but rates remain more than a full percentage point higher than a year ago, as mentioned previously. And despite the mixed data on the health of the economy and signs of a cooling job market, the refinance index dropped to its lowest level since January 2023, driven by a 6% decline in conventional refinances. So refinancing or refinances uh, making up a very small portion of the ultimate app mortgage applications out there. Coming back to Redfin's report, uh, the Redfin Homebuyer Demand Index, which is the demand index that measures a request for tours and other home buying services uh, from Redfin's agents. As you know, Redfin is one of the largest brokerages in the country, and so they have a lot of data to work off of. They're showing that that index is down 3% from a month earlier as of the four weeks ending in September 3rd and down 6% annually. So that gives you a sense of what's happening from a home buying demand and activity perspective with interest rates uh, um, up dramatically from a year ago, down from a peak of 7.49 two weeks ago, really not much of a difference to make any significant impact on demand. Um, as we continue on moving down into um, more of the supply scenario, we can see that pending sales dropped to 83,271, which is a 13.3% decline. Um, this continues a 15-month streak of double-digit declines New listings also down 9%. They noted that this is the smallest decline in over a year, but that's partly because new listings fell dramatically at this time last year. So there was a big fall off uh, in 2022 uh, during this same period. And so the 9% is a smaller number than what we've experienced in in the previous months simply because there was such a large fall off last year but down, new listings are down 9.3%. And then active listings also down dramatically, 18%. This is the biggest decline since February of 22. Lastly, as it relates to um, supply and demand, is just the median days on market remaining unchanged. I mean, historically speaking, 30 days on market is incredibly low. This means that homes are selling very, very fast. And uh, this just goes to show that even though uh, demand has dropped substantially, also supply is down as well. And so uh, you still see homes selling quickly when they come on the market. The last thing I want to take a look at today before we dive into some metro level of valuations is a a rent report brought out by apartmentlist.com. You can see uh, this is their September report. They release a report the first week of the month uh, um, every month and, uh, and for the previous month. So in this case, this is September's report referring to August data, but they state that the rental market continued slowing down this month with both annual and monthly rent growth turning negative. The annual rent growth turned negative last month for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic. Additionally, monthly rent growth turned negative this month, marking the beginning of the rental market slow season. And what they point out in this report is that it's not uncommon to have seasonal uh, ups and downs with uh, with rent growth, and typically we find that rent growth or rent growth slows and actually declines. starting in the month of September. Well, in this case, it has started a month earlier, and I can show you that here in the graph. Uh, Their report states, rent growth follows a seasonal pattern. Prices generally go up during the spring and summer and go down during the fall and winter, as typical. August, uh, and typically August, is the final month of rent increases before the market enters its slow season. But this year, the slow season appears to have started a month earlier. So you can see from this graph here, right here, this is August of 23. So you can see the decline that that they've reported on. Whereas in the previous years, that decline doesn't start until September and in some cases, October. So you can see that uh, for the previous five years, uh, that decline didn't start until after August. This is notable drop compared to the previous five years from 2018 to 2022. Nationwide August rent growth was typically positive by a few tenths of a percent with a major jump in 2021 during the period of rapid rent inflation. So it seems that the rental market is cooling as well. Now, keep in mind that apartment list is uh, 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 aggregates apartment community data. So this may not be reflective of single family home rental properties, but as it relates to apartment, uh, apartment units for rent in apartment communities uh, from the internal data that apartment list has, uh, that's how they are reporting. So I want to close out our uh, episode today by talking about valuations and the median sales price. So, the median sales price has declined about 4.5% across the board. Um, Here are the metros with the biggest year over year increases New York, New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey, 16.3%, Miami, 16.3%, Anaheim, San Diego, Montgomery, all pulling in double digit uh, year over year increases. And the biggest year-over-year uh, year declines. The metros of Austin, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, Phoenix, Portland, and San Antonio all showing the biggest declines year-over-year. Year. And you can see the median sales price as compared to a year ago as of September 3rd, sitting at 378725 which is about four and a half percent up year over year from last year. So there you have it. That's our report for today. Again, we have this conversation going on about the Fed policy, what they're trying to accomplish by very high interest rates, trying to tamp down the economy, trying to get inflation under control, which is having a dramatic impact on the demand in the housing market. But at the same time, we have a shortage of supply. And so although demand has come down dramatically with the interest rates where they are, also has demand, uh, supply come down because there are so many homeowners that are keeping their homes from the market. They're they're hanging on to their homes because they have really low interest rates on those mortgages and they want to hang on to their property. So supply uh, demand is down dramatically. Uh, supply is down dramatically, which has led to a four and a half percent year over year increase in values. Uh, That's it for today. If you liked this, please go down right now, click on subscribe, and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Thank you very much.